What's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ Hamilton of the DJ Sports Show. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. Make sure you guys share with anybody who likes sports, family members, friends, coworkers, and so forth. If you're listening on the audio platforms that I'm on, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, and any other platform that you guys listen to, I'm also on Amazon Music. Make sure you guys leave a five-star rating, subscribe, and share with anybody you know who loves sports. I'm here in the special Mike Vision <laughs> Studios here today for my first ever visual interview with my good friend Lamont Edwards. It's nice to welcome guy. you, brother. You. Who I've known since seventh grade, 2012. We're going to get into his life and basketball journey. How you doing today, Lamont? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. How are you? Life been good? Summer been good? It's been all right. It's been, a, it's been great. It's been great? Doing quality work, doing what I love, man. Blessed that you have me on here. Oh, yeah. It's a blessing to have you here, man. Appreciate you, man. So let's get into your life, man, because you've had you've been going through a lot through your life. You've been through a lot. But first thing I like to always ask my guests when I interview them is get a little get to know a little bit more of your background. Where were you uh, born and raised? Um, all right, so obviously if you guys don't know me, um, like you said, my name is Lamont, but people call me Monty first things first, mostly because yeah. uh, I'm a junior. So, but I was born in North Carolina, Fayetteville. So. But I don't know nothing about North Carolina. I was just not yeah, born, there. born there. Um, born there, <laughs> raised in between like Harlem and the Bronx, New York. So I got a lot of a lot of love and family. In that so series. what was it like growing up in Harlem? How would you describe the area to someone who doesn't really know it? Um, culture, uh, definitely a lot of a lot of iconic, not just people that have been through there, but a mm -hmm. lot of um, a lot of just Black history culture. The paintings, obviously, we got the Apollo, you know, yeah. one of the iconic theaters. Um, I'm sure you learned about the Harlem Renaissance down all there, that, too. Man, all that, yeah. But it's just the the amount of history. And the yeah. older you get, you become more aware of it. And it's got a lot of history. But not just Harlem, New York itself. We got a lot of history that come out of here. Yeah, Harlem has a lot of talent from ball to music to art, yeah. everything, man. It's a beautiful place to be. For I need real. to go there more often, honestly. <laughs> Bro, you're going to love it, man. You're going to love it. Especially love that black culture, that, that realm. Oh, yeah. yeah that's black, like they always say, black is beautiful, man. It always is. So at what age did you first pick up a basketball? And when would you say you start you started falling in love with the game? Um, first time I picked up a basketball I can remember was six. Um the first time I started playing fundamental basketball, like my dad got me into like teams and AU yeah. was I was seven. I started seven? with that. Okay. My dad got me started with gauchos. Um <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday. You got me started Shout with Shout out to Lamont Edwards, the first. Yes, sir. Dad, if you don't see this, I'll send it to you. But um, nah, yeah, my dad, the one that got me started into it at seven. And then when I fell in love with it, I want to say at like, I want to say like pushing eight or nine. Once I started seeing like I got, I was getting good at it. Like I started seeing like the work show and like my skill talent enhanced. I was like, all right, yeah, I, I like That's this. Funny. I like this. Plus, I just like that. I like that competitive atmosphere. I love that realm. I love competing. And I like, feel you, man. Really battling. Yeah, I, I remember after I started playing basketball, I was five years old. I remember at recess, actually, I would be Connor and suffering. I was shooting the ball. First time I pick it up, air ball. Me, like, yo, it'd be like that. It really every, be like that. Every time, man. I used to watch videos of Michael Jordan. I'm like, man, Michael Jordan. You know, when you're young, you don't yeah, know better. Like, you yeah. Michael Jordan never missed a shot. That's what yeah. made it seem like everybody was like, God, he's Mr. I mean, Air Jordan. And I was nah, like, I, and I missed the shot. I was, I was crying. I was like, man, I suck. <laughs> That's how I was pissed. Because you're young, you're five. You don't know better. But yeah. then, you know, I'm sorry, I really got into basketball. I was like eight years old. Like mm -hmm. Third grade, I was at Central Valley Elementary School up in Monroe. That's when I really started playing basketball. I, at first, I was, always, I was always strong at rebounding. That was my mm -hmm. main strength starting off. I, mean, I was a rebounding machine in eighth grade. But then offensively, I started getting my skills. I started working on my game more around the summer of 2008. Yeah. And fourth grade, play at recess. I'm shooting the ball better. I used to have a weird form. I used to shoot with my elbow out a little bit when I was young. Oh, but you yeah. know, you don't know no better. So you yeah, know you're a kid. that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, over the years, I got, well, I think yeah. once I fractured my wrist when I was 15 from our, our summer league in RBA, mm -hmm. for some reason, my oh, form man. got better in my shooting hand. Like my elbow got in better. I used mm -hmm. to always do form shooting too. But the, you know how they put the ball right here and you yep. get the muscle memory? Yep. You know what I'm talking about because you're a baller. So. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, I already know what you, I already know, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I used to shoot. We I used mean, to be like, how how I make this? Yo. <laughs> now, I remember like left left my left hand. My dad, since I was a kid, he said, because I was a, obviously I'm a righty. 
Um, my dad had me like work on my left hand since I was a kid, dribbling yeah. layups because he said you need it. You're gonna need it. You're yeah. gonna need it. Especially as the competition gets harder. Exactly. And then I was, as a kid, you know how we do layup lines. Oh yeah. So every, you know everyone would go with the right hand. When the left hand, I remember yeah, my dad, so my true. dad, because my dad was one of the coaches at the time too, and he was like. I would like sometimes go up with the right on the left side, and he was like, "No, yeah. use the use the left. You're gonna need it." He's yeah. like, "Use the left." Yeah. Hey, everybody can't like, be Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving could do it, do it all. Left, it, left on right side, left on left side. It helps though. Bro. It helps now, especially it helps especially when you like just learn the, learn different angles on the on the glass, the backboard. Yeah. So, which players did you model your game after growing up, past or present? Um, growing up, um. I'm gonna be honest. I really watched Kyrie because he was in I high school. You're gonna say that. You were, I remember you telling me that in seventh grade. We used to always talk about Kyrie and Miss Pink Finklick's class. What's her name? Our Ms. seventh Finky, grade math teacher. Miss Finky. Yeah. Miss Finky. Yeah. We used to always talk about Kyrie when he was just coming up, rising star. Remember he was the I hottest was, young star. Yeah. Because I was 2013. I've been watching since since he was in high school because we it was it used to be on ESPN too. Yep. And he's so, a Jersey native too. Shout out to Kyrie, man. Facts. Facts. And um, I just the more and more I got older, I just started like becoming aware of just how much stuff I had in common, or we had in common, just on and off the court. That's amazing. So it was man. like, and then it just started to, like, yeah, yeah. Just, Kyrie, he's putting on for the Jersey Natives for real. For real, man. So who's been your biggest inspiration throughout your life as a person and player throughout your career? Um, biggest inspiration for me as a person, but probably my older sister. Older I mean, sister? that's my only sibling. Wow. I'm the baby, yeah. Um, I didn't even know you had a sister. You never yeah, told me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She's five years, five, years, five years older than me. Okay. But um, shout out to her. Hey, that's amazing. Um, nah, yeah. One, obviously, my parents for sure, but not my sister. Cause just because she, she laid out a lot for me. Like, she went through, as an older sibling, from what she says, she, like, had to go through the bumps and bruises more than I did. Mm-hmm. So... She definitely laid out a lot for me. And as I was getting older, it, like, it was, things were just a little more smoother in terms of, like, just growing up and, like, just going through, like, you know, life experiences, basically. Okay. Um, and inspiration for me, basketball-wise, I would probably say my dad, because my dad got me started with all this. Yeah. Like, he's the one that got me involved in, he exposed the game to, uh, to me. So, he's the one that got me into it, so... Yeah, you come. I actually researched that you came from an athletic family. Your dad played HVC, CSR on your uh, Sullivan yeah. profile page. And then you had a cousin, Jordan Whitehead. Shout out to him. Yeah. Played D1 football at, at Pittsburgh Pitt. and in the NFL for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He played for the Jets now. And he yeah. plays for the Jets now. Oh, wow. Shout out to him, man, doing his thing. Jets. Yeah, hey, man. Jets. You guys are expected to do a lot of things this season. <laughs> so, how was it like? Potential. Yeah, how was it like growing up with an athletic family? And how did they help support you throughout this process you've been on throughout your life? And how did they push you? Um,. Well, first off, like, my dad said, like you said, like, they're all athletes. From my dad to my uncles, my cousins, a bunch yeah. of athletes on that side. Um, there was a lot of, it was between football and basketball. Mm-hmm. So, growing up on that side was very competitive, as always. Yeah. Um, everything, everything was just competitive. Especially when it came to basketball, yeah, it was, yeah. it would be, like, at the barbecues, you would have, like, a three-on-three, you know, when family come around. Yeah. And obviously, I was, I'm the baby. So, I'm the youngest. So, like, I'm talking about everyone, especially my dad's, I'm the youngest. So, like, I'm the one that's always getting bullied around, you know. It's, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, just the way, like, they helped me throughout my whole career overall, just in sports. Just, I remember they said, like, the talent is there. You just, the talent is there. You, the talent is there. But just, um, you got to have the heart. You got to want it. Yeah. That's because you have the talent. That's yeah. talent's always gonna be there. Earth beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Yeah, yeah but you gotta have heart though. You gotta have heart because yep. if you don't have the heart, then the talent's just it's just, just just there. It's just not yeah, gonna like make, be molded into anything. Exactly. So, um, I would just say, that, um, yeah, that's how they helped me a lot. And just obviously my cousin when when he first went to college, when I heard he went to college at Pitt University, of Pitt Jordan, um, that right there was. Um, I was super happy for him, one. And two, that was, like, great to see. It, mm-hmm. And it was very motivating. I was like, like wow. Like, yeah, you never told me back in middle school you had a cousin play the... Yeah, I mean, like I never... Yeah. I mean, I, nah, I, know, I never really talked about it. Um, I wasn't trying to hide it. It's just... 
Yeah, it never really came out. I'm not right? the type to really. Yeah. I, just, I didn't want to use it as a baggage. I don't really like to use yeah, it. That's true. You know, I, I don't want to be. You know, you know how some people are. Some people say, "Oh, you have someone famous in your family trying to come." Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to come across me, I know for like. like yeah, that. I don't want to use it for yeah. no baggage. I don't want to use it for no like. You know, yeah, no, you just want to keep it low key. Yeah, yeah. If it comes up, stuff. it comes up. But yeah. I didn't want to use it for like a status quo or nothing like that. That's nah. Nah, that's nice, man. Yeah. So did you play any other sports growing up? Because you know some of the best athletes of all time are actually multi-sport <laughs> athletes. So yeah. what other sports did you play that helped you on the court for basketball? You're probably going to be surprised. It's funny that you brought that up. Uh, yeah. I actually played football. I had a feeling it was football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I did play football. football. Um, so I remember the basketball season was over and I got into football. I played, I remember I started, uh, I want to say 10, maybe, 9? Mm-hmm. I don't remember how old I was. I played for the Harlem Jets. Ooh. Yeah, um, I started with them. I played a year and a half. Uh, it was a great experience because it's crazy. One thing about me, when I was growing up, I always loved basketball, but football was actually my number one sport when I was a kid. Oh, I wow. loved football more than basketball at one point, <laughs> but I was just too afraid to play. I'm going to be honest. But then once I tried it, Bruh. I was like, man, it's cool, but all this hitting is just like. Yo, I ain't going to lie. When like, I was growing up, it was basketball and football for me growing up. Yeah. But I never played because, you know how I'm, oh, I'm naturally skinny? I was even skinnier when I was younger. Like, I was... Oh, man, yeah, me ribs, too. Bones, me you too. see it under my pictures. Me too. If I played football, I would have got cracked. <laughs> Bro. I did want to play football. I wanted to play, like, peewee growing up and stuff, but it never came across to me. I Is was it, like, let me stick to basketball. Nah, yeah, but for me to realize how, to love, like, how much I love basketball, I had to... Yeah. Try something else, and then but at yeah, that time in like, 2008, 2009, I'm seeing all the Brett Favre concussions and stuff on ESPN. I'm like, yeah, I'm sticking to basketball. Yeah, basketball is <laughs> just safer. It's just a yeah. lot safer. Contact is not as much as basketball. Yeah. And then they're saying he's forgetting stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I don't want to really. be 25 forgetting stuff already. Yeah, I'm like, I, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> football is here for me. So, so you know, growing up, of course, being from New York City, you played for one of the most renowned AAU teams in the country for the New York Gauchos. Yeah. What was it like playing for them, and what did you learn most from your time with them? Oh man, they first they, off, yeah, they produce some pros, man. They do. First thing I picked up from them, just how gritty, they gritty, yeah, gritty. I remember just AU, um, yeah, everything would be score and then full court press, right mm-hmm. into it, just like that. There's no, no, you waste no time. Just score. It would, everything you want to do, just push the ball and score, and then just get into the press. So everything I learned from them was just, yeah. was just hard. It's hard. I remember my AU days when I played against them. I'm like, yo, this these guys are tough. Yeah, man. Fast, strong. Yeah. I've seen throwing lobs. I'm like, yo. I'm like, I'm in eighth grade. I see the ninth graders doing that. I'm like, yo. Yeah. I'm like, what they on? <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna lie. So what you see there, imagine like practice. So oh, really? Oh, practice was being intense. How was the practices? It was intense, bro. I mean, and you know we kids, so yeah. but joke around and stuff like that. Yeah, three point contest. You ever had a dunk contest, you guys? <laughs> nah, because if he was at that time, he was like what yeah. eight, nine. So I don't. No one was really dunking like that. If at that time people were just clapping backboard. Yeah. So if you were doing that, then oh yeah, if you're doing yeah. that, man, you're getting you're getting offers. Yeah. Especially if you can shoot too and you're skilled. Oh, that's not that's crazy. So I saw your name on top twenty five rising stars for NYC one of the years. How did it feel to gain recognition as one of the best up and comers comers of the city? Man, actually, I, I didn't even know that until you. Yeah, I remember you brought that up. up to I me. saw top twenty-five rising stars. I think like twenty seventeen range, 2018, 2019, around that time. I saw your name, Lamont Edwards. I was like, oh, damn, really? yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Yeah. But um, that's just come to show. Like, I mean, yeah. and it's crazy because high school was an experience. I mean, things necessarily didn't go my way, but I definitely put the work in on when, when the lights mm-hmm. and when the lights and, and the cameras wasn't on, like behind closed doors, basically. Yeah, I know. My New dad York was City. with me, so. Yeah. My dad could tell you, we definitely put in a lot of work. A lot, a lot of work, especially like just where I came from. Like, yeah, man. That, it was it was a struggle. I don't want to say it was a struggle. I don't want to say that. I'll take that back. It was a blessing in disguise, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like a blessing that I did not. Now that looking back, it's like how much I learned, how much I gained from it. Man, but putting a lot of work. That's why I really didn't know that. I was like, man, that's, yeah. that's I appreciate hey, that hey, for hey, us. You know, I do my research, man. No, no, I had to give you, I wanted to let you know, I got to give you a props about that too. That's, that's, yeah, that's a ground right there. I got to do that. All my athletes I ever brought on the show, I do research, man. That's good. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Research. I didn't even know that. So, <laughs> you also played for Absinian and Millbrae during your grade school years. Yep. What were those experiences like for you? And how did they, along with the Gauchos, help prepare you for the high school level? So, um, 
I remember, I, so I left Gauchos. I remember when I left Gauchos. I was with them for, I was with them for a minute. I want to say, yeah. like, I started with them when I was seven, up until I was, like, maybe 10. Mm-hmm. But then I went to, yeah, so Abyssinian and then Milbank was after Abyssinian. But Abyssinian, I had, because um, they knew I came from Gauchos. Because I remember yeah. we used to play against them. It was one of the AU teams. So. so I know they were expecting you to be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did, I had, a, I had a little more um, leeway with them. Yeah. Um, Cause we played them, and they knew how we like. As you said, yeah. we played everything, which is we we was killing teams by like twenty plus, especially oh yeah, looking like yeah. the twenty seventeen Warriors out there. Nah, everything like I said, they was they was big on defense. Um, but them and Milbank, uh, Milbank exposed me to more competition. I feel like at that time, um, but it helped me with just with college ball in terms of like, kind of just giving me that that greediness that like. Just that aggression, being aggressive. Yeah. Um, knowing like the little stuff, knowing when to steal, how to go for a steal, um, when to like sell a foul, just basically doing the little perks that they don't talk about in our basketball at the time. Like just yeah, people kind of miss the little details to certain exactly, fundamentals. Exactly. So at the older I got, I became a little more aware of it. Yeah. Um, at an early age, so that's when it. Helped, I would say. So after all those experiences with the Gauchos, Epsinian, and Millbank, you ultimately attended Ramapo at first, and then you ultimately shifted to Suffern for your junior and senior years. Yeah. So first, tell me about your first two years at Ramapo, because you told me you didn't play for the basketball team during those two years. So what did you do during those first two years to help keep in shape and stuff like that? So um, freshman year, I remember I, I did try for the for the team. Yeah. At that time, it was no freshman team. It was just oh yeah, JV. I remember you guys were just JV. Yeah, it was varsity, JV and varsity. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I tried out, and the crazy thing is, the varsity coach at the time was doing both the JV. Oh, he was wow. picking teams for varsity and JV. Oh, they didn't have a separate JV coach. They did, but I don't. I don't think he came in time. I don't even know what. Oh, he probably came late. I found out he was choosing it for both, oh, but then man. the JV coach found out. And he was like. I guess they had a little disagreement. I don't want to really don't yeah. call me on that. I don't want to put no bad blood out there. But um, because you know our Rockland heads gonna be watching. Yeah, this from I don't, yeah. I don't wanna, I don't, <laughs> I'm not looking for no problems. So um, nah um, so yeah, he was uh, he got I got cut, obviously. Um, and I remember like at the time, all the seniors and even some of the juniors is like, because they was watching us after their trials and stuff. Because we were yeah. after varsity, um, at that time. So, um, I did get a little recognition off that as well because they was like, man, like I would not trying to like to my own horn and put myself on the pedestal, but they were like, like in a sense, vouching for me to the coach, like, nah, you don't need to cut this kid, like this this kid could play, like we was watching him and stuff. So yeah, um, you know, but I took it with a grain of salt. I mean, I don't hold no grudge, no anger. Things happen for a reason, yeah, bro. Everything so, happens for a reason, man. That's, exactly. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that, man. Exactly. Especially just over this last year for me, exactly. Yeah, so even more so than ever. It's so. true. And then the way I stay in shape, like I said, my dad's like all athletes. So yeah. my dad, like my dad said, just one door, if one door closed, does not mean another one opens. Exactly. It doesn't mean it's over. So we just stayed to it. The off season, like the summertime, was just a grind because I did AAU. Yeah. Um, Just putting myself out there. I mean, got to do the exposure and everything. Yeah, I didn't even know you actually didn't play for the team the first two years until you told me when I was doing research yeah. and asking you questions like, oh, did you play for the team this year to get my questions formulated? I was like shocked. I was like, oh, wait, you didn't play your first two years? I was like, there's no way. <laughs> yep, yep. Second year, I mean, I was on the team, but me being a kid uh, at the time. Yeah. The, the, it was just the school aspect. No, nah, I, I didn't oh, even get in trouble. Aspect. It was just the grades aspect oh, of it. Yeah, you know, hey, student athlete. Yeah. That's why student comes first. Make sure you student athletes out there, make sure you get your good grades. Yep. Hey, get them A's, do the best you can. Yep. That was, that was the thing yeah. that, that, um, that nipped me in the butt right there, so... Always have education to fall back on because if hey, you could get hurt, you might not be good enough to make it to the NBA, NFL, wherever you're trying to get to. You got to always have education to fall back on. Even if you do, you're not, you can't play sports forever. You're going to get old. You're going to yeah. get into your late 30s, 40s. Education will be there forever. So make sure you get good grades in school, young kids out there. Facts. So your junior year now, you're at suffering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys went eight and ten overall. I did research on Max Preps. Your junior year, you guys went two and seven in league play, which was ninth in the section one four a league. How hard was it for your team and for you personally to not be winning at the rate you thought you guys should have? 
And what ingredients did you think you guys were missing to be a winning team? Uh, junior year you talk about? Yeah. Um, you guys kind of you guys struggled that year. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, obviously, it was my first year of suffering. Mm-hmm. So just building connections. Um, I think we all, even though it was many seniors that came back. Yeah. Um, all of us, it took us a minute to click off the court, yeah. like to build a relationship. Yeah, it takes a while to build chemistry. Exactly. So that's, and then it kind of affected on the court. And then by the time it did kick in, like our chemistry and our bond, it was like towards the middle, um, I would say towards the middle end of the season. Um, so it was a little late and stuff. Um, but overall, like, like I said, great group of guys, especially the seniors. Um, was the kid named Javon on that team? Javon. You know, the, you remember last name? I don't remember his last name, but he was like an elite track star for a suffering. I think he did basketball too. I don't remember. Not, I don't know I don't if he did basketball. I forgot what sport. I think he did football. Excuse me. Yeah, I think he did football on track. Yeah, he went to suffering. Probably. I couldn't tell you. I remember, I remember him from not. Memorial Park. We met like year, like a few years before we were in high school. He was the grade above us. Yeah. And then he went on to do like be a big time in football and stuff like that in high Javon. school and stuff. Yeah. Probably went He's, to probably, but I don't remember. I don't okay. remember. Um, yeah. I was like, hey, I wonder if you know him. And eventually, you met our friend Malik Honorius there. Yeah. Yeah. Honorius, my guy. We're going to get into him soon. <laughs> Malik's been our homie since seventh grade. We Yo. all know each other. Him. Oh, shout out to Anthony Simon, too. Fact. Shout out to Yeah. We've all, we've all been friends since seventh grade. Back to the Pomona days. We've all come so far. I'm so shout proud out. to see how far we all For come, real. man. Aunt Ryan, Leek, yeah. Nick. So make sure. Know, shout out to you guys, too. So with the year now of RC experience under your belt after your junior year, what did he do to prepare that offseason prior to your senior year? Same thing like I did as a kid. Just worked. Put your uh, head down and work? Literally. I just felt like my dad, had, um, obviously, because he, he was the one that, he was the person that was training me growing up. Like, that was my trainer. Yeah. Um, he's the one that got me into it. And then the older older I got, I just fell in love with the grind, with the work. I fell in love with just working out. Like, I fell in love with that. Yeah. I just so love that. It comes to habit. Yeah, so it was just second nature. So, same thing. I just did that that all season. Um, obviously coming back into this, coming back senior year, um, mm-hmm. was planning on obviously being like like one of the captains that year and stuff. But um, no, things didn't go exactly as planned. But still, do what I love. So you know. Yeah, I mean, I saw you guys did improve your senior year. You guys went ten and ten. Yeah. Four and six in league, still not the best, but still better than the previous season. Good for seventh in the section. You ultimately lost to Greeley, fifty-five to forty-one in the playoffs. How tough was that for you personally as a senior in your last game? And what was the vibe like in the locker room post game, if you remember? Um, five years ago, I know it's a while, yeah. Yeah, half decade. It's been a while since we've been in high school. I know, <laughs> twenty eighteen, man. I would say, this see, is, yeah. Wait, the first question was. First question was uh, how tough was it uh, for you personally as a senior in your last game? Um, it was tough the way my senior year went. Yeah, um, I didn't necessarily had the best relationship with at the time with the coach, mm-hmm. the head coach. I'll say um, the other coaching staff. I was I was great with. I was great, but at the time I didn't have yeah. the best relationship. So it was it was tough. I'll say that. But um, at the same time, it it was pretty sad because it's like, man, this is senior year. Like, this is yeah. this is it from for high school. Like, this is it. Um, so that the the locker room after that game, it it was devastating for all of us just because you know, you know, you never want to lose. Yeah, especially your last year too. Exactly. You want to win that chip. Exactly. So I remember me and Leek. <laughs> I remember Rampo wanted that year in 2018. They did. Yeah, I was definitely in tune. Yeah, I, was I saw the IG story. So I, I was, was happy for them that and Mark, year too. I, I went to that game to support Ant. You did? Yeah, yeah. I was, bro. I was there. I was happy for him, bro. Bro, I was, bro. Yeah. That whole, that whole yeah. squad. Yeah. I was like, Ant, when's the game? Them. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they won it. I was so happy. I actually cried a bit, bro. Bro, they went far that year. They yeah, went man. far that year. And they just had their five year reunion recently. I saw I saw on the yeah, ground too. On like yesterday or something, right? Yeah, Instagram story. Marco like, too. All that. So shout out to them, man. Facts. You guys doing your thing. You guys really put on for Rockland that year. Keep going. Um so, Yeah. So what was yeah, how was that vibe? Like I know. I was devastated, man, because it's just like, you know, it's obviously you don't want to lose in the way we went out and then obviously you're senior year. So you kinda like me and Lee's like, man, like, bro, this is this is it. Like this is 
That's it for high school. The final sports. curtain. That's the closing yeah, curtain. Yeah, man. I think that's when, for me, senior year started to really hit me. Like, yo, like this is senior year. Like yeah. this is, this is this is it. So I feel you, man. It was devastating, but it it helped. It made us made our bond stronger after that. Yeah, with all of us, just cause you know, you know, we were on the team. We spent the whole basically the whole year together. So, yeah, actually, my junior year, you know, I have the scar right here. If y'all don't see, it, I tore my ACL end of my sophomore year. That's a I was, surgery. I feel like I was on track to have my best year in sports ever. I was coming off track and best shape of my life. Probably that, that was a big surgery. Now, now I'm in, I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life now. But at that time, I was like 15, turning 16 that summer. Yeah, I feel like I was in the best shape of my life at that time. Basketball season, track, tear my ACL, playing, just playing. 21, uh, the last day of school, I get pushed in the air, trying to get up. I'm like, wait, what? I can't get up. It's not stable. I have to get lifted to the nursing. Uh, Did the it nurse, hurt at yeah. The time? Like you felt the pain? I, uh, yeah, I felt the pain, but the pain was worse after the surgery. I felt like it was bleeding out. Like I felt like, bro, oh, it felt like man. Bloody Mary in my knee, man. I had to learn how to walk again. I never took walking for granted ever again since. Like it was tough for me. And it took me a while for my need to get like back to normal, like to be able to play basketball or even stand up or walk for mm-hmm. a long period of time without feeling soreness or swelling and it hurting. Like I, I, bro, I did workouts. I worked out. I did stretches at home. My physical therapist, they said, yo, you don't even have to come back because they knew I was doing the stretches at home. They were like, yo, you're making great progress. You don't even have to come because they, they could tell I was doing the stretches at home, icing, yeah. all that. I was dead serious. I was, honestly, I worked out at my house. I started doing work, home workouts when I was 13 because you got to work with what you got. Yeah. I've always been a fit kid. And always been active since I was young. So, Same. but then I really took it to another level consistently, like around 15, 16 in the house. That's when I started doing home workouts, probably three to four times a week. Yeah, I'll just do push ups, use my resistance though? band, do go outside, do jump rope, run around. Bro, I'll do how everything was your mental, I can. Though? Huh? How was your mental? Because like, I know that, Honestly, that's, a big bro, go, go. that's a big injury and yeah. that's a big surgery to have. Bro, going to the games, because my high school didn't do good that year. I was. It, bro, it, my fire inside, bro. I was so pissed. I was like, I couldn't play. I, was, I, man, I wish I was y'all. out there right now, man. We played y'all too. And everybody heard about it too. Everybody knew about my injury. Like everybody heard. I was they my rivals. Yeah, bro. Even people in my high school, they were like, "Yo, DJ got hurt. DJ's injured and stuff like that." Mm. And honestly, man, it was a it was nah, a big hurdle. I remember to get we over. played y'all because our school was rivals. We yeah. played y'all at North Rockland, and obviously. And then my senior year. Man, I had to eventually. I couldn't. I couldn't really do it physically. I was trying. I go to. I went to all the workouts during the off season, and then I started off the season. But then the practices, mentally, like physically, I, bro, my knee couldn't take it. Like every time I did a sharp turn, and like doing the suicides and stuff, I felt the shock and pain in my knee. And I tried to push through it, but after a while, I told the coach, nah, like, "Yo, that's not easy, bro." It broke my heart. I had to leave the team that year. Yeah. Every, what year was that? That was senior or junior? Senior year. Dang, yeah, dang. I left the team because. Man, I physically could not take it anymore. Yeah. And it, honestly, it was starting to wear on me mentally. Like, I felt the whole weight of the world on my shoulders once I left the team because I felt like everybody was going to, everybody was finding out all that. I just felt like, that's when I feel like, that's why that was the first time I actually felt anxiety in my entire life. Yeah, bro. This, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. Physically, it was wearing on me. The brace, I had a brace on, but I just felt like it wasn't helping anymore. Yeah. Like, I did all the icing. I will do stretches. It just, nothing was helping. Like, my knee's better now. It's been seven years. But at that time, it was only a year and a half after the surgery because we were in high school. still fresh. Yeah, like a year or two years. It was yeah. It was too much swelling and soreness. Like, I couldn't move how I wanted to. And I just, were you scared to jump? Uh, Not not really. What about landing? It, it, it depends. Depends what landing it was. Landing, too? Like, blocking shots, no. But, like, trying to do certain dunks, yeah. What about landing? landing and and my shoes landing? didn't have the best grip. Like, my LeBrons didn't have, like, the best grip. Like, they had... Good grip, but not the best. I couldn't get to certain spots as quick as I wanted to because the uh-huh. grip and also my knee. So what about landing though? Like landing, I I learned how to land. I, I land pretty good actually. So my landing's always been good. And, and once I tore my ACL, I focused on my landing even more. Okay. Yeah, I looked at landing videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why. I, so that's why I left the team senior year after yeah. a few games. I I couldn't do it, man. I, I mean, not, I yeah, I didn't mind coming off the bench. You. I had no I had no problem being a sixth man or seventh man, but I just. Every day, because you know, practice six days a week. It's not just games. Yeah. You gotta yeah. mentally, you gotta do schoolwork, and then you gotta go go to practice. You're there for at least two hours. Like you're not just in and out. You're, you're and then you do a weight a room. Like yep. and then my ment- like mentally, and then physically, it started wearing. Physically, it was physically first. Mentally, I was like, yeah, I got this. Physically, I pushed, and then it started wearing on me physically, and then start, I started. That's when yeah. it started getting to me mentally. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said. And then at that time, I wanted to start making money. I said, yo, I want to start getting a car. So that's why yeah. it's like, yo, uh, yeah, I can't do this anymore. But see, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens. For, it made me stronger, honestly. Exactly. 
But I was, yeah, that was the first time in my life, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, that I ever felt anxiety. It was my senior year of high school. Yeah, I felt like the world, the world Easy. on my show. Everybody found out, bro, because everybody knew who I was. So I was like, easy. Take care of your body. Take care yeah, of your take health. Take care of your mental, man. Mental health is very important. Take care of that. Take care of this. This, this takes care of everything. So, getting back to suffering. So, what was it like playing with our friend and good friend Malik Honorius <laughs> your senior year, who we both <laughs> known since middle school? How did it feel to play with someone you already knew personally? Um, Shout out to Malik, though. That's <laughs> one funny fact, dude, bro. Fact. You know what's uh, crazy? We actually dormed together in college, too, so. What's funny about that? I knew, like, so before Leak came to suffering, I knew of Leak, but we wasn't as tight as we was. Yeah. But then when he got to suffering, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this kid. And it's and funny how y'all did super, better your senior year, too, when he came. Yeah, we got super tight. But um, that was, I would never forget <laughs> that, because just the last we had, like, outside of, like, obviously practice and oh, nah, stuff. Leak, bro, Leak's a funny dude, man. Yeah. Remember like, our college nah, door? there would be times in, in practice, it would be him and like our assistant coach, Leak, Malik, you know what I would talk about too. <laughs> yeah, Leak knows. Yo, he, him and our assistant coach would try to clown each other. Like, they not each other, I'm sorry. They would try to clown like just certain people on the team. Specifically, they try to come at me. Uh, yeah. Like one good time. Malik know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, they try to come at me. Nah, because they, yeah. they thought one time we had practice and I remember him and coaches on the sideline at the time. It was, assist- it was our assistant coach. Yeah. Um, and then they thought I had on like a Spider, a long sleeve Spider-Man shirt. So they tried to come at me for my shirt. And I, I like overheard them having a the conversation. And I, I was like quick to turn. And I was like, this is not no Spider-Man shirt. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we're, supposed to be, we're supposed to be practicing right now. We, we're working on plays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, I so. remember when we were in our college dorm, 2021-22, me, Lee, because we had a suite. Yeah. So Lee and them were together. I, had a, I didn't have the best roommate. But we all chilled. There was like six of us at uh-huh. the time starting off, fall of 2021. Yo, remember when we got some Twisted Teas, got some drinks that night? Yo, Leek was off one. <laughs> Leek, yo. Leek couldn't have himself yeah. a good time. Yeah, man. Leek would have yo, himself yo, a good Anthony time. Yo, Anthony too, bro. Anthony? Yeah. Yo, Anthony? Ant- I know he don't do it no more. He said he retired. But when we were in college, Anthony? Bro, Anthony would be like, yo, yo, it's good, everybody. <laughs> we out here. Bro, I remember we went to... I forgot what the bar's called in uh PNGs or something like PNGs. that. Yeah, we went there. Bro, I went there one time with them because I got after that one time, bro, I had a bad cough for two weeks. Oh, I was cough? like, Yeah, cough. Oh, and, you know, man. that was still during COVID. So I was like, bro, I, I, that's like the one time I go have fun, I get sick. Yeah, bro. Nah. And then and then I see and leak there, bro. They're getting down. They're like, yo, yo they're getting yeah. dancing. It's <laughs> like, yo. At the time I had a girl, so I, you know, I'm a loyal guy, so I, I didn't dance for anybody. I was I just chilling. I, I was just chilling, vibing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm that type of guy. If I have a girl, bro, I'm not gonna be dancing with other girls. As you should. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that should be vice versa, girls and guys. If you have nice. a partner, I mean, it depends on the relationship. But for me personally, if I have a girl, I'm not gonna dance with other girls, and I don't want my girl dancing with it other guys because I'm the jealous type. So, mm. yeah, man. So yeah, I saw them getting down. I'm like, damn, I did not know they were like this. <laughs> yeah, I know valley heads are. They get lit. They get down because they know how to dance and stuff. Mm. But yeah, I was like, that was fun. Those were good times. Shout out to them, man. Those were good times. I miss Yo. those days, honestly. Freedom, own little place. Yeah. Adulting. College, yeah. Yeah, man. For real. Heavy on adulting. Oh, yeah. Big on adulting, man. I feel like, because I went to RCC the first two years, saved mm. money off loans. Because I, I got offers from Quinnipiac. They have ESPN internships over there in Connecticut. Yeah. I was going to commit there, but I was like, long term, I feel like those loans can be crazy. And now I'm kind of glad I didn't because now loans are starting to. You have to start yeah. paying loans next month because they the freeze is over now, and they didn't get rid of the you know loan debt. Unfortunately, the Supreme Court didn't approve it. But I got those emails yeah, too. Yeah, I'm kind of glad emails. I went to New Paltz. I'm glad I at least got one year to dorm. I wish yeah. I would have got two years, but 2020, 21, you know, COVID was at its peak, so I didn't want to waste money for loans on dorming when there was gonna be nobody yeah. there. So I'm just glad. I'm just glad I, re- I really got one year of experience at New Paltz. That's when I became a sports announcer. I did radio hosting. It was that's a great experience. Great, yeah, that's when I launched the website, djsportsshow.com. Make sure y'all go check that out, too. Yeah, I forgot to shout that out in the beginning. Make sure y'all go check that out. You just become a member. It's free. I do all things sports. So, that's yeah, tough, man. Bro. Keep going with yeah, that. Yeah, a lot, a lot of growth happened at New Paltz, honestly. Met a lot of great athletes, great people. It's just good vibes, yeah. man. So now it's time for you to choose a college. You committed to play for the Miramar Jets in San Diego. What stood out to you about them, and what other colleges were you uh, looking at at the time? Um... So, uh, going into after senior year, uh, saying, uh, I'm sorry, after senior year of high school, um, I was just doing a lot of showcases that summer, doing a lot of exposure camps, things like that. Um, so I went to, my dad had a good 
good friend, good connection, whichever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, in San Diego at the time. Uh, it was a good friend of him back when he grew up, when he was, because my dad's from Harlem as well. Yeah. So um, it was a good friend of his back from then they was kids. And he happened to move out there. And he was one of, uh, he was a coach of one of the schools that actually the school I went to, Myanmar, was a rival of. Um, so one thing led to another. He wound up getting on the phone. I guess they talked or whatever. Um, crazy, because while all that's happening, me and my dad were in Vegas. So I was already out of New York. Mm. I wasn't even in New York at that time. Um, so I remember uh, it was cool. Next thing you know, the Miramar at the time, um, shout out Coach Cool. Um, he had me, he took me on a visit. He, Me and my dad drove down from Vegas to Cali, San Diego. And then I went on a tip, uh, I'm sorry, I went on an, and I went on an unofficial visit, checked out the campus and everything, see how the college life is, met a few of the guys on the team. Um, just pretty much just spent like almost a day with them, just see how it is. Um, everything went well. Um, so I think like I wound up pretty much, I went there like middle of the year of 20, you graduated 2018, so I would say like I went there in 2019. It was, it just like after New basically in January. I spent New Year's here in um in New York, and then I flew right back to Vegas, and then went to Cali. Oh wow! And that's when college started. That's when the college everything practices. Oh boy, that was a wake up call for sure. Yeah, I, I was gonna. That was my next question. So, what was the biggest adjust, adjustment you had to make to the collegiate game? Was it the physicality, elevated skill level, the competition, mentally, or all the above? All the above, everything. Like from guys was moving quicker, they were stronger. I remember my first pickup. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I was feeling myself because, like, you know, yeah. I'm a kid from New York and Cali now. Play for like, gauchos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm like, I'm in Cali right now. Like, I'm playing yeah. college ball in Cali. So, you know, it's just like, all oh, this is hitting me. So, I'm, I was feeling myself. I remember, like, the first pickup I was playing with the team because um, I was a red shirt when I first got there. Um, I was a red shirt. So, you know, I'm just a practice guy. Yo. I remember I went up for a layup. I got by my man. I went for a layup. Not only did I get, I, like, I got my joint just, I got my joint pinned off the glass. It was like, I got hit with all body. So I was just like, I was like, yo, like, damn, like, dudes is just, like, the, the way he got to the spot, because I thought I had it, had the whole layup. Nah, bro, I just see a hand out of nowhere. Um, Cause at that time, our our uh, big man, the tallest we have, I think he was like six nine. Mm. So yeah, um, he's from uh, San Francisco. He's from the Bay. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah, bro. I remember that happening. I was like, yo, like this is college, like. And then from there on now, every like every, um every practice was. I'm not gonna lie, it was a struggle. It was it was it was a little rough. Cause I'm like, yo, like it was a wake up call. Like dudes is bigger, and then they were. We were always in the weight room. At that time, I, I didn't really like the weight room as much as I do yeah. now. Um, so, but I realized, I, that's when I realized, like, I got to put on weight. Because I remember the trainer was telling me, like, I got to put on weight. Um, like, that was one thing they was emphasizing. Just got to put on weight. Got to put on weight. So, um, yeah, bro. That's what really hit me. Just that, that specific run. Because I was just, everything was just... I wasn't making shots. I was getting in my head after a while. Because I wasn't... I thought I... I mean, like... <laughs> I didn't... Basically... My expectations was overmet. I say oh, that. Because wow. it's just... I'm like, yeah, the college is... The college level is... Different the, breed. Yeah. Different I'm breed. like, yeah. So I'm like, bro. Whether it's D3, D2, D1, it's much harder in AAU, much harder in high school. It don't matter. Bro, college is college. It does not matter. Yeah. It does not matter because that stuff will bring, like, you getting guys multiple talent from all over, like, not just the the states, all over the country. Because we had a guy from Spain that was there with us, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but great group of guys, though. Great group of guys. Met them from some dude, um, one dude from Georgia. Most of them was from Cali, though, the Cali area. So, okay. Great group of guys, though. So, you left after 11 games. You guys went 16 and 13 overall that year, 5 and 5 in the conference play in the Pacific Coast Athletic Conference, the PCAC. They lost to Alan Hancock in the North Cal Regional Playoffs in a 77 74 nail biter. So, what was the reason behind your departure? You, like, you left for academics or you weren't feeling the 
athletic department anymore or nah um so i remember uh it was like after a practice and the coach pulled aside me and a few other guys but i realized that the group of guys he put me to the side with i was like oh i already know where this is going obviously we had like our individual our individual meetings with him in his office and stuff and um you know, it was, it was a good talk. I started as a good talk at first. It, nothing went bad. It was just I didn't agree with everything they were saying. Or just, at least I didn't, I had some disagreements. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like, they was just, they was talking about having me redshirt again for, like, half of the semester, I believe. Something like that. I'm like, look, I just, like, redshirt. I'm not really trying to do that again. I'm trying to, yeah. I want to play, like. Like, yeah, come on, that. man! Like you work so bro, hard for this. Yeah, for a that's reason. what I'm saying. So, it's, and then what really is kind of discouraging is just like, yo, like I really like I'm across at this point. I'm across the country. Like I'm across the country from home. Like and then everyone for me, everyone's back home. I mean, the closest person I had was my dad, but he's in Vegas. Other than that, everyone's back in New York, Jersey. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's back home. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm already across the country. Like I, like all due respect, I didn't come out here for that. I didn't do all this like it's a blessing i'm happy to be out there to have the opportunity to do to start my college career in california but like bro if that's the case like i got at the end of the day i gotta put myself in the best situation possible yeah so i did i it, my opinion i just had to do what i had to do that yeah, i thought was best, best for thing for me yeah but like i said i the way i left out i didn't want no bad blood i didn't nah i want to leave on good terms that's um i just want nothing but peace I'll make sure like it's, it's cool it's understandable but at the end of the day, it's a business decision. So, and then that goes back to like the first question I realized from like college, from the transformation from high school to college, it's, it becomes a business at that point because not necessarily for us players because we're there. I mean, we're still student athletes, but for coaches, like that's their job. Like in the trainers, like that's their, like that's their job. So like, I realized that like, it's a different ball game now. Like you actually gotta, like even though it applies to high school too, but you actually got, really gotta produce some way somehow. Yeah. So it's just more more of the little things that I started to take and take um, into consideration, like in terms of, like just diet things like that. Um, just realizing like the little stuff has to be emphasized a little more. Just because you're at the yeah you're at the best results exactly, and you're at the you're at the next level, and everyone's going after it. Like everyone's going after one another. So. So you ended up transferring to Sullivan for a year in 1920. What was the yep. motive behind that move, and how did it help you? Because I know the COVID year happened that year, so probably season got cut short. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Um, like? That was it. Felt one. It felt good to be back home, and that was a good experience. Um, I had more leeway with that as well. Um, I played a little more with them. Shout out my guy Ray. He's a was doing this thing with um he's an influencer now so but one of the greatest guys i ran into at sullivan um stupid athletic okay. it's crazy that dude's like you probably see him on the gram or something um okay. i think i'm pretty sure if you, whoever sees it yeah i probably know him as like ybk ray but yeah. ray like five eight but he could jump like he got that's crazy he got bounced. Nate robinson like by yeah, eight and, and ray <laughs> ray got bounced he could jump so um that was a great experience as well. Um, met a lot of great people. The coaching staff, the guys that ran into the school. Small community, though. It was in a very, like, the school, it's, like, in the middle of nowhere. Because it's, like, up in the woods, so. But it, it, um, at least I had, like, I had, like, half a year of college experience under my belt already. So I already knew what to expect. Um. So yeah, I would say it, it, it was good. It was a good experience. You know, could have went a little better, but you know, I had no complaints. Yeah, I feel so. you, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yep. But man, so you ended up returning back to Miramar yeah. in twenty 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 one during the COVID year. What drove you to do that, and how tough was it mentally for you and the team during that COVID year with no crowd? You had to do all these type of tests, see if you had COVID and stuff like that. Ah, uh, man. Um. So I actually meant to say this too. At Sullivan at the time, we finished our season, but because of COVID, um, we playoffs got like, everything was shut down, so we didn't get to finish our full season. Playoffs just got cut. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. So when I left 
the reason I went back to Miramar, I just feel like it was I had a little bit of a better situation. It sounds like a lot of back and forth, but at the end of the day, like I said, just got to do put myself in the best situation possible. Um, I already knew what I was getting myself into. I know I already knew the type of like I, I know I had to put in much more work just because I'm even though I'm returning back to Miramar, I already know they got guys that they're looking at already that's coming back or that's that's new. So um, that was a little rough that year, just because. Not only on the court, but just how much was you restricted from like just being on campus. Like the only people allowed on campus was athletes. That means like whether you're doing whatever athletic sport you were doing for that school, that was the only people that was allowed on campus. Obviously, unless you're going to a class and stuff like that. But yeah, other than that, you like everything. It was like a ghost town, bro. That's crazy. Everything was just like yeah. from the lunchroom and everything was just. It was like a ghost town. It was just yeah. Yeah, it was. So you eventually, you're done with college now, and now you're training professionally. Yep. Your current trainer, Pat, you've been with for two years, has helped you improve as a player. Shout out to Pat. Also, how has he helped you improve as a player and as a person? Um, Pat, yeah. Now, first thing as a player, he helped improve with my confidence. Just mm. training with him since I've, since, shout out to Ann, Ann put me on with him too, back in 21, 2021. But Pat just helped me allow my confidence just by training with him and just building that relationship with him. Um, just, he pushes you. Like, he, he'll, like, bring the best out of you. And I ain't gonna lie. Pat, I, I give it to him. I give it to him. Pat got a bag. Because there's some stuff, like, <laughs> yeah, there'd be, be. be not even some. There'd be most drills he has us, like, have me do and stuff. I'd be looking. Because he demonstrates before we, like, before I, before I do it. So I'll just watch. I'm like that. Like the combinations he, the combinations he puts together. I'm like that's. I'm like damn, Pat. Like that's. I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he helped just with my confidence, just by just working with him so much, and um, just the stuff he does, like the stuff he puts together, bro. It's like legit. And he, yeah, he's about his business too. Like I got the utmost love and respect for Pat, man. Um, and how he helped me just as a person. Just seeing how, like, he carries himself, you know? Like, like Pat, Pat is cool. Like, he's mad genuine. He's mad genuine. But he's, like, when it comes to, like, him and his business, obviously, like, his training, like, he, like, is, le- like, he's legit. Like, yeah, that's, it's, like, a di- in, a, in a sense, it's, like, a different type of version of him. Okay. Like, another side to him, which is, like, it's, cool. it's, it's great, bro. So, it's I saw this pic of you on Instagram, Nike Hoop Summit. You say you had a quick little funny story on it. Tell, tell oh, me about it, man. Yeah, you never told you. Know, say you never told anybody about it. What was that story like? Yeah, the uh, Nike Hoop Summit you talk about. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Photo on your Instagram, bro. So a lot of people don't know this, but I knew a lot of people. I just say that because obviously as a kid, and then I caught it was like a a good few people I knew that was in the summit that year. That was twenty twenty one. No, no, no. Like twenty. No, no, because we was seniors 2018. Yes. So there was like a good few guys that I knew that was going there. That was in the that was in it. So and I'm not gonna lie, me, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm hungry. So I'm like, yo, like, I'm trying to see if they could like, you know, put me on to like at least some of the whoever the coaching staff or whoever's gonna be there, like just kinda guess put my name out there a little more, you know? So um obviously I know they doing their own thing, like they trying to get they they're on their journey. So I didn't want to like I'm trying to like just learn the ins and outs, but I want to do it the right way. I'm not trying to cheat nothing. Yeah. So if any by any means, like whatever I could do, I mean, you gotta take advantage yeah, of it. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so like I said, um long story short, basically uh a few of those like a few like the coaching and stuff there. Like the coaching staff that was there, um, they were still looking at some of the guys that was in the summit that year. Um, so I was lucky enough that I knew some guys that knew, like you just people know people. Yeah. So you just happen to be at the right place at the right time. So mm-hmm. um I had like it was like a couple, like only like two two workouts I, I was in. Um, like I said, at this time I was um, you know, I really I'm not really known like that. I mean I'm still yeah. Making a name for uh, still making a name for myself, but that time I'm like really like, you know, still really trying to make a name. So yeah, um, so yeah, basically I had like a few couple workouts. Uh, you know, 
they obviously they were looking at their guys. So yeah, you know politics. Exactly politics. And and, and I just didn't feed into. The, I don't want to say I didn't feed into, but um, I didn't match into the politic world. So. You know. Yeah, I feel you, man. But hey, that's not the only adversity ever you had to overcome. Nah. So before we get into our quick hitters, I know you had you injured your left hand, you tore your ligaments earlier this year in January, and you had severe bad shin splints. And you told me it was the first prolonged time you were out from basketball for the you know, first time in your career. How was it like overcoming that? How did it make you stronger? And also recovering from that, what are you doing currently to play pro ball overseas in Paris? Um, so first with the injuries, yeah, um, that was hard to overcome. I'm not saying I'm like a hundred percent better at it. Cause obviously I'm still, I'm always trying to like, trying to grow, um, always healing. So that, it just took a lot mentally. Cause you know, you seeing like guys, I'm seeing, I'm seeing everything on social media. So yeah. I'm seeing like guys playing, doing their thing, which I'm happy for. It's, but it's just like, man, like I, I want to play. I can't even practice. I was, I got out there. I got hurt like a week after I got out there. So I, I left around like late January. Um, so I was doing good and everything. You know, I was out there for a week. Um, and then I think it was like that Friday, Saturday. That's when it first off the the, the shin splints. I never had or experienced that at all and it happened at the same time both shins yeah so that was crazy that was bro that pain every step i mean think i know what it is because i'm from track exactly but when you're playing or practicing <clears throat> that adrenaline is going so i didn't feel it as much so that's why i was able to still keep going <laughs> but bro once i i think after like we were done especially after i came out the shower bro oh my goodness it was like this achy feeling that was like yeah. it and it was just so fragile it felt so fragile it hurt and it was going on both shins so i'm like oh my goodness and then my left hand as well uh that was like that pain was bearable it was just it was i don't know how to explain it it was different though it was like it, it was definitely annoying though it was something that like i had to uh i was taping up my two fingers just because i felt the pain like around here so yeah uh that was tough huh yeah it was just tough mentally just because it's just like bro like your mind is like you could keep going but your body's telling you something else your body's like i need a break so you're batting like two ins yeah. and outs here so it's like and you're trying to make the right moves you're like i want to keep going but i don't want to you know possibly jeopardize my career sooner than how long i could last Sometimes patience is the best. Yeah, yeah. but it was, it's tough, bro. It was tough. So, but the experience out there in France is beautiful. That's amazing, like, man. That was a blessing, bro, to be out there, do what I love. You know, I especially like Paris is on my bucket list. Yeah. So you currently quick quickly get into what are you doing to train for Paris and how prepared do you think you are before we get into our quick hitters? Um. So what am I doing to train to? Obviously, just making the right moves. Um, now this summer, I've been doing a lot more, uh, more work like off the court as mm -hmm. well. Just trying to get myself, just trying to get myself a little more out there. Yeah. Um, just with some different brands and things like that. Um, and just like I said, just constantly working. Uh, putting in. It's never going to change because I I love training, but just emphasizing the work more and more, just day in and day out, film work, constantly watching film. Um, speak with my agent. A um, slow grind, literally. But I love it though. I love it though. Yeah, you gotta love, love what you it. do, man. Or it's gonna feel like work. You're gonna be miserable. For a nah, so, nah. Like some people, they have high paying jobs, but they don't love what they do, so it's exactly. miserable. That's why I said it's not always about the money. Like money's cool, but it's not always about the money. Of course, it you nice wanna love days, what you yeah, do, but love what you do. Take it like pride like, in it. If that. you can make good money and you love what you do, oh, you'll have a great you're life. Great. You're gonna be happy. You're not gonna feel like you're going to work. You feel you're blessed. Exactly, so. and I and I love. Every second, I'm blessed and I'm extremely thankful yep. for what I do, bro. Like, I can't even explain. That's amazing. Yeah. So now I got some quick hitters for you, man, before we close out the show. I got a few for you, man. So, like, you know, shout out to the pivot. What would you say was the pivot moment of your life, good or bad, that forever changed your life and put you on this course that you've been on and are going? Um, That's a good question. Yeah, it's um, deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's deep. Oh, it'd be a good or bad moment in your life that forever changed the course of your life. 
Good or bad? Yeah, good or bad. Um, what? Okay. High, uh, senior year of high school. Senior year of high school. Um, just how it went. Like I said, I didn't have the best relationship with the head coach at the time. So, the way it ended and the way how things went, at that point, I realized like you can't let anything or anyone stop you from what you're trying to do in your life. And like you can't live your life on someone else's terms. No matter who so, it is. Exactly. Yeah. So no matter what situation you're in or whatever it is that you're in, like no matter what storm or if you want to do something, like bro, I'm yeah. I'm a big voucher of it, like go for it. Is Yeah. Sometimes it's, you gotta take risk in life. Exactly. Is life is all about risk. Good good risk. Yeah. We're not talking about good risk. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Risk. yeah. Be careful what you think of risk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was a huge pivot just because I was like my after that last game in my head automatically I was like nah I'm not I'm not letting I'm not letting this guy stop me from what I'm trying to do like that's nah nah because that's not yeah. that's not fitting me if I allow that because then the fact that I allowed him to do that to me no no and my dad was all aboard I had a, a couple other coaching staff on that squad that year was suffering that was we had talks behind closed doors um, okay. that helped me out a lot. Yeah. So, but I just stuck to it, man. Just, just stuck to it. And I was like, nah, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm not letting. He's not going. I'm not going to let him stop me. So. The next question I have for you is: quickly say what motivates you and what keeps that fire burning from within every day. Like similar to like Kobe Bryant, he just had that fire, that desire mm-hmm. to be successful in life, no matter what it was, whatever he loved and pursued. Um, I know what I know what motivates me. What's that? I let you go first. There's a few things that motivate me. One is the struggle. I want to be able to change the fortunes of my family for the better, mm-hmm. and for myself, and also for my future wife and kids and my grandkids. So yep. that could be that they don't have to struggle and deal with you know things I had to deal with growing up. Yeah. Also, not knowing my biological father. That's another motivation. Uh, heartbreak. Got my heart broken in December. <laughs> I thought it was love of my life, and then you know that that took it to another level. Yeah, and then you know just phone, just phone, you know phony people. I'm a I'm a I'm a loyal down earth guy, man. I stay with my homies. I don't turn my back on nobody. Dealing with a lot of fake people over the years that gives me more motivation. So, and just the will to be successful. Those those were what motivates Thanks. me the most. Those things, just the drive. I just have that. Sometimes it's hard for me to turn it off. I just want to... Yeah. The fire. I've always had it since I was young, but over the last year, because 2022 was the roughest year of my life, I went through a lot. If you know, you know. My mm-hmm. friends know. My close homies. It took it took the fire. You know gasoline, how you pour on the fire? Yeah. It took it up to another notch, man. I know that, bro. I know that yeah, feeling. It took it up to another notch. Especially when you come older, you just, you just become yeah. more wise. And it's just that 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 itch. Yeah. So... But so, um, yeah, quickly get into what motivates you. Um, what motivates me? First things first, my relationship with God. Um, okay. Just now, um, just how closer I got, and just my relationship, and just taking the time out of my day, just to appreciate Him, and just blessing me with the support and the resources, bro. Like mm-hmm. honestly, and just I don't take nothing for granted. Like same this, here, same here. Like don't, this, don't take don't, anything for granted. Exactly. Yeah. I don't take none of this for granted. You gotta invest in yourself sometimes. I funded this. Exactly. Yeah, you have to, man. Like, so I don't take none of this for granted. Like you having me on here, the people I met, the people I run into, the relationships, I don't take none of it for granted. Um I appreciate it all too, bro. Yeah. Like I'm big on like just peace. Yeah, peace, peace and love, bro. I've been getting into more of that over the last year. Bro, yeah. it, you just like you just like yeah. I'm just a guy who has a great heart, big heart. I wear my heart yeah. on my sleeve, man. I'm for, keep any, my, for my all heart. my real ones. Yeah, I'll say this: like, I'm my heart is gonna be clean at all twenty four seven at all times. Same here, man. I'm gonna keep always keep a healthy, clean heart, no matter what it is, any differences. And I'm just, I don't hold no grudge, no anger. It's it's just I'm realizing it's just no need for that. It's just it's no need for that. It's yeah. Like if it happened, I I, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate it happened. And yeah, I get it. We were we had some emotions that affected us, but yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm like, not I have gonna, no hate toward anybody. Yeah, I'm yeah, loving nah, guy. No, 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 no. Bygones be guys. Be peaceful. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I'm always here. Exactly. I'm big on I'm my like peace, that. man. And I'm willing to protect. Willing to protect that at any cost. So yeah, that motivates me. Um, my family, my mom, my dad, and my sister. Okay. That trio right there just yeah helped okay. me out a lot. 
Oh, my agent, too. Agent, okay. Yeah. That's what's up. So quickly get into favorite hobbies outside of basketball. Um, okay. So favorite hobbies. I would say I, I like to it's between cooking and baking. I ain't gonna okay. lie. I be I be finding some joy into that. Um I would say like taking myself out to eat or just spending quality time with myself. Okay. So like taking myself out to eat or um just treating myself or just spending time with quality family. I'm not really I'm a simple type of guy, so I really yeah. just like to spend time with like my mom, my sister. Okay. Uh talk to my dad. Um That's good. Or if they if they doing something they busy, um, I just go take myself out. Yeah. I really I know I just keep it simple. Down earth guy. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Um it's really not much to it. I just okay. I'm just big on my 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 work and just yeah. keeping peace with yeah. everyone. Yeah, same. Everyone, that's it. That's all I really care about. Like that's that's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Favorite pregame meal? Um well, that's a good question. Um, does before workouts count too? Yeah, anyway. I guess you could say. Yeah, quickly. Favorite uh, yeah. pregame meal? I'd probably have to say like I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> It'll probably be like a good good uh some cheese a cheeseburger with okay. uh some sweet potato fries yeah okay. i have to say name your all-time nba starting five and top five players of all time quickly oh st- uh, of all time uh at, no order no order but yeah. um i'm gonna throw oh first things first i gotta throw i gotta throw i gotta throw braun in there i gotta throw braun one um this is tough bro this is tough. Yeah, dude. Do it quickly. <laughs> oh man, this is tough. Um, I gotta go with Cole. I will say MJ, but I gotta go with Cole because that's more my my time. Like I actually watch Cole, Cole for sure. I'm pretty sure everyone could could say that too. Um, at the guard, for some reason, I'm thinking of John Stockton. Okay, I don't wrong with that. No, 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 that's a great, great guy right yeah. there. Legend. Um. Man, Shaq. I got to go with the Big Diesel. I got to go with Shaq, for sure. Okay. Dominant. And my five, my four would probably be, probably be like KG. KG. Between KG and a Dirk, probably KG. Okay. Just his grittiness. Yeah. He, him and Kobe seem a little similar, too. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Quickly name your top five music artists of all time. Right now? Yeah. Um, One, I got to go with Kai. I got to go with Kai. Yeah, two. Um... Three, well, three, I still got Braun. I still got Braun on my three. Two, right now, probably have, probably have to be, um, ah, James Harden probably. Okay. Probably. Uh, four and a five, the bigs. Man, that's tough. Um, KD. And, um, right now, I mean, Joel killing the game right now, too. Yeah, so. Joel, Joel's a beast. Yeah, I probably to do Joel. Last few questions. Two questions. What are your goals in life and your career? Um, my goal in same same question. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, to be well established through what it, what it is I love. Obviously, the game of basketball. Be able to use, be able to grow, continue to grow my platform, and be able to use it the right way. Mm-hmm. Be able to give back to others, however way possible. Um, especially those that's upcoming or. To just people outside of the game, just spread love and nothing but genuine peace. Um, so just being able to do that and just find a success and peace and well establishing through, yeah, just through the game of basketball, honestly. So that's amazing, man. Um, just being able, and then from there, obviously, like I said, just growing, possibly growing into other different branches, like maybe clothing brands and things like that. I'm still learning that stuff out, but as of right now, that's it. Okay. So. And then last question. When people think of the name Lamont Edwards, what do you want your legacy to be? I always like to close off with yeah, that. Yeah, I like that question. Um, I want them to remember me as, like, Mont was a, one of the hardest workers that you will ever meet. One of the most genuine, genuine guys, most keep it real with you at all times. Yeah. It was every time you got to talk to him or even if you got to know him, he was just a peaceful, down-to-earth dude. He took a lot of pride in everything he does on and off the court, meaning just spending time with people or having talks with people. Like, just pouring my heart out into everything. So not just one thing. And just being mindful of others, just taking consideration into everything. So that's what I want to be remembered as. Like, it was nothing but, like, 
I want you to remember me as like now nah, my not only was he a hard worker, he took like a lot of pride in his work, but he was genuine. Like he was a real dude. Like yeah. he was just it was always love with him. It was always love from him. That's it. Yeah, man. I was gonna get into music too. This last year, top five music artists off the rip. Uh, all one time. is Drake. I I got it. Drake. Drake. Yeah, I got okay. it. Drake is in there for sure. Um, I don't really got top five. Um, I be got I got like a lot of different artists. I've been listening like now. I've been listening to a lot of more like mellow type music. I've been listening to like Frank Ocean. Okay. Recently, yeah, Frank Ocean, Party Next Door. I've been listening to. Two. I've been on that vibe lately. Okay. Um, Erica. You just talked about her earlier. Yeah, before the show we were. Erica, yeah. Erica Badu. Um, what's that, four? Yeah, Drake. Yeah. Um, one more. It'll be all time, man. Uh, I'll probably have to Jay-Z. Jay-Z, okay. Yeah, That's gotta not go, a bad list, gotta man. Go. That's a good list. Gotta go Jay-Z. You know, my five, no order all time, is Drake, Kanye, Wayne, Biggie, and Kendrick Lamar. I love listening Ooh, to them. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I got a few West Coast yeah. in, my, in my playlist yeah, man. too as well. Especially some pregame. Some pregame heat I'll be, oh, yeah. be throwing in Yo, there. I'm big on diversity in music. I yeah. listen to Bad Bunny. Trust me, they're all up there, man. I listen to Michael Jack. I listen to a variety. Outcast, yeah. everything, bro. So. I don't really got a specific artist for my pregames, but certain... certain. Uh, it just depends on how I'm feeling. De- de- depends yeah. on the type of vibe. So, yeah. I appreciate you having me, my boy. Okay. Hey, this ladies and gentlemen, fire. this was a special interview here at Mike Vision Studios located here in Garnerville, New York. First ever visual interview here on the DJ Sports Show. Appreciate I'm the first one, man. With Appreciate my guy, Lamont Edwards. Yes, sir. If you guys have YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a like, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on the audio platform, Spotify, Google, Apple, Anchor, you name it. Make sure you leave a five-star rating, leave a review. Share with anybody who loves sports about the podcast and also become a member of DJ Sports Show website, djsportshow.com. It's free. And check out my merch on there as well. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it's been your host, DJ Hamilton, and I'll see y'all next time. Peace.